Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The old Chiefs pregame. It's a sloppy one in KC as well, for one side at least. Um, obviously, no Aaron Rodgers. We'll get into all of that. But as we do every week, we try to get you some guys that are in and out. I've got to give you the most breaking news when it comes to injuries um, to start the day. It doesn't seem like Kyler Murray or DeAndre Hopkins will be playing today for the Arizona Cardinals. So my number one advice for you to do right now is if you can, because they're available in a lot of leagues, is to go get the San Francisco 49ers defense. Play them. Now, I get it. There's a little bit of this that I've uh, talked about um, this week where four backup quarterbacks last week were the uh, were the winners for their team. So the NFL in itself is always a parody. And it looks like we're headed that way again as uh, Jordan Love will play for the Packers today. And it sounds like uh, in warmups, it's not looking good for Kyler Murray in the ankle. Um, so that means Colt McCoy will play. Ugh. It sounds like a really good day to have a 49ers defense, but players expected today to play that may not have played in the past. They're you know going to play for uh, their respective teams today. Dak Prescott seems like he's going to be a go. Taysom Hill for the Saints. Christian McCaffrey is back as well as George Kittle um, as well. And Matthew Stafford and Adrian Peterson both uh, expected to play. Players that are going to be out today, Aaron Rodgers, obviously Derrick Henry, Calvin Ridley, James Win- Jameis Winston, Odo Beckham Jr. He doesn't have a team. Um, Devontae Parker was put on IR. Dawson Knox out. Saquon Barkley out. Sterling Shepard out. Um, so a lot of guys that are out. And for the uh, New York Giants, obviously you have um, Kenny Galladay is going to be a game-time decision. But it seems like uh, it's not going to be that easy. But as we do every single week before we get to Steven Serta, we get into our matchups. <laughs> On this first matchup, maybe I'm just disgusted and demented in the head. Because I'm not going to lie. I kind of like this matchup fantasy purpose-wise. I'm just kidding. I hate it. It's Houston and Miami. The only reason I think that this is interesting for anybody out there in the fantasy world is that Tyrod Taylor's back. And Tyrod Taylor is a guy that when he's in there, he's going to try to make things happen. And it's a high-risk, high-reward situation. So if you're somebody out there driving around and hopefully you've, you know, gotten to a place where you can stop and you can go check your fantasy world and you have Kyler Murray starting today, 
and you're kind of on the fence with Jordan Love, like you're not sure that Jordan Love's the kind of guy you want to plug in there because you just don't think it's ready yet, go start Tyrod Taylor. I'm not mad at you if you want to start Tyrod Taylor. One, that helps Brandon Cook owners out there. So for those of you that have Brandon Cooks on your roster, start him, stream him, play him. Good option. My guess is that he gets eight to nine targets. If it's eight and a half today for player props, smash the over. Tyrod Taylor is also pretty legit when facing the Dolphins. He's had good numbers against that team in his career. Also, Miami ranks 30th against quarterback play this year in fantasy football. So it seems like a plausible matchup. It seems like one of those things where, like, you're on the fence. You found out this morning that you're going to have to play somebody besides Kyler Murray. Tyrod Taylor might be a guy that you'd want to stream. I also kind of like two in this situation. This game screams a lot of sloppiness. It seems like there will be a lot of garbage time points. And when I mean that, I mean Tua, Miles Gaskin is a must start this week as well because Houston is 23rd versus opposing running backs. And I just feel like this game's a sloppy fantasy game. I'll talk to Steven Serta here in a little bit, and I'll ask him for his advice to kind of clarify for all of you and solidify that Tyrod Taylor and Tua Tagovailoa are good streamable options for somebody that may not be available today like a Kyler Murray. (laughs) Next matchup is Denver versus Dallas. This is interesting. This also streams a lot of garbage time fantasy options. Noah Fant doesn't look like he's going to clear the COVID-19 protocol list, so it looks like he might be out. Everyone for Dallas is a go. Although a bit concerning, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, were very, very questionable this week. It sounds like, and it seems like, both are going to be able to start this day against the Denver Broncos. Um, Even though they were limited, I still think it's safe to play them just because of their impact, their volume, and what they could possibly do. Denver's secondary is decent, but again, we're going to find out what Denver looks like without a Von Miller-led defense for the first time in, well, a very, very long time. Unless he wasn't there because of injury, but Von Miller obviously moving his talents to the West Coast and playing for the Rams. Dak is back as well, and that boats well for both CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. Dak Prescott obviously is a 400-yard passer a game, it seems like. It seems like he's always going to throw the ball at least 30 times in a matchup, and that is what you like to see when you have guys rostered on your team like a CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper, even if there is a little bit of an injury situation. And for Zeke, it's an obvious plug-in. Without Von Miller for the first time, we shall see what this Denver average to above average defense looks like. But again, I like Jerry Judy. I like Cortland Sutton. This game screams a lot of late fantasy value points in garbage time if Teddy B is slinging the ball out there. Obviously, there is no Drew Locke option today because he is on COVID-19 protocol. Not that that means anything. My only thing going into this game is there's probably a lot of you that listened last week and said, Dusty, you told me to start Jerry Judy, that he would have a great game. Look, the numbers seem to be there. The options seem to be there. He got a little sore towards the end of the game because it was his first game back to action against a defensive Washington football team that gives up the most receiving yards to opposing wide receivers. This week, Dallas, another bad defense. I think he's healthier. He's more involved. And without Noah Fant, Sutton, Judy look like they'll both be able to eat when it comes to the option when it's in garbage time against the Dallas Cowboys in that defense. (laughs) Next matchup, I have a feeling Steven Serta is very sports horny for. 
This is a divisional matchup. It's Cleveland at Cincinnati. Is this the game where Baker shows his revenge? No, it's not. Baker Mayfield's not a good quarterback. I have to eat those words. I thought this might be the year that he takes a step forward. Unfortunately, Odell Beckham's dad has ruined it for all of us and shown just straight video of where he's been trash. This is not the Baker Mayfield revenge game. I do like Chubb and I do like Jarvis Landry. My only concern with Jarvis Landry is that he himself has checked out with this Cleveland offense. I mean, his best friend is Odell Beckham Jr. Could it be contagious? I'm not really that sure. I like Jarvis Landry, though. He's always kind of been, you know, one of the better wide receivers in the league when it's kind of been him and nobody else. But there's a guy that you might want to think about streaming because this is a big wide receiver bye week this week. You've got teams like Tampa Bay, Washington, Seattle, all with dynamite receivers. No Mike Evans, no Chris Godwin, no DK Metcalf, no Tyler Lockett, K-State alum, Grant, and Terry McLaurin. All guys that are out. Don't have them. What do you got to do? You're handcuffed. You're four and four. You're three and five. You can't afford to lose a game this week. I like Donovan Peoples-Jones. He hasn't checked out. If anything, it's time for DPJ to become their new number two receiver. It's over with OBJ. It's now DPJ in Cleveland. I like him. I think you could stream him. But that's just my saying. Not saying the Browns are done, but they are a mess. I also think it's okay to start Dearness Johnson. Guys out there like Alex Gold with questions. What do I do at running back? I'm stacked at wide receiver. Play a guy like Dearness Johnson. Cincinnati against pass catching and I guess scat back running backs. They're ranked 27th. If there's anything we saw last week, Dearness Johnson is going to play the role of Kareem Hunt until Kareem Hunt is back from that calf injury, and it ain't this week. Cincinnati's defense isn't great. This game kind of screams like a 35-28 Bengals win. And look, again, Dearness Johnson found the end zone last week. I like Dearness Johnson to find the end zone again this week. As for Cincinnati, trust the force that is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow kind of reminds me of that Paul kid from Dune. Everyone kind of knows he's the next guy. They're like, something tells me I've seen you before. And Joe Burrow in his dreams saw Jamar Chase as an NFL wide receiver. And guess what? It came true. The dagger that he got, it's his arm. T. Higgins, also a big, big play this week when it comes to fantasy numbers. I like T. Higgins. I like Uzma. I like Jamar Chase. I like Joe Burrow. Again, I see this game being a very high scoring game. So for scumbag out there like me, bet the over, hammer the over when it comes to Cleveland versus Cincinnati. (laughs) Moving on to another matchup that doesn't really seem like it could be very, I don't know, entertaining, but at the end of the day, your fantasy numbers are going to be there with the guys that just are cliche fantasy number guys. That's the Vikings versus the Ravens. Tough matchup, though, for Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. I get it. Everyone in Baltimore is hurt. Everyone in Baltimore blew out their ACL. But for some reason, they still have a damn good secondary. I get it. It's not the best secondary in the league. They do give up some big play yardage. But again, it's a tough matchup for Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, even though Adam Thielen, week after week, seems to find the end zone. Kirk Cousins had a bit of a struggle last week when he played the Dallas Cowboys and Cooper Rush, which I don't know if that's more Kirk Cousins or if that's more coaching. Seems like coaching is the big question out in Minnesota. So, of course, you're starting Dalvin Cook. Of course, you're starting Jefferson and Thielen. But, again, don't expect a huge, 
huge slam dunk of an effort today from Jefferson or Thielen. I think they find the end zone. I think this is still like a heavy scoring game. Just maybe not in the way that you might think for the wide receivers. This game also comes with one of my biggest sleepers of the day. And that's Tyler Conklin. If you're out there and you need a wide, and you need a tight end fill this week, maybe one of yours has a bye, maybe one of yours is on the injury reli- or on the injured reserve list, or maybe you just are, you know, very low or very just not productive at tight end, like you had Noah Fant. Tyler Conklin to me seems like the sleeper this week. By the way, the Ravens, when they're placing opposing tight ends, 32nd in the league. They're the worst defense against tight ends. Conklin is, a bit, is only rostered in about 44% of leagues around the world. I don't know if it's around the world, but at least in most ESPN standard full-point PPR leagues. Conklin is a 45% rostered, which means he's highly available out there, and if you need a tight end, you're not comfortable starting Zach Ertz today because DeAndre Hopkins might not play. That's what I would do. Ravens are the worst versus tight ends in all of football when it comes to fantasy numbers. Um, I look for Tyler Conklin to have a hell of a performance today. Ravens are coming off a bye. I still don't trust the backfield. I don't know what to do with that backfield. I don't know if it's Latavius Murray. I don't know if it's anybody worth noting to start for the Baltimore Ravens in their backfield. The only thing that I would say that's true to start, Hollywood Brown, and I like Rashad Bateman as a sneaky play this week. He's a go. He was questionable Friday, but it seems like he's going to play. And in the last game they had, he had six targets from Lamar Jackson. He had three of them hauled in for 80 yards. So he's a big possession. Sure hands, lock him down in the field. I think he's what they want Sammy Watkins to be, is what Nick Schwartz said to me earlier in the bullpen. Sorry, Peter. I That's just what they call it. But that's what he was saying to me. Big-time possession guy, big-time kind of guy that can kind of get things going and move the ball down the field. And I look to see Lamar Jackson finding him more often because, again, Minnesota's defense isn't great. Ravens ought to be able to move the ball. Lamar Jackson's going to get his. And they can't just throw it to Hollywood Brown all game, who should have a big, decent matchup when it comes to the Vikings versus the Ravens. Again, Ravens coming off a bye. People are a little bit more healthier. Fresh legs. That bodes well for Lamar Jackson. When it comes to the next matchup, this one's an interesting one for me. Raiders versus the Giants. It's been a tough week for the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know how they react to the week that they've had slash losing their head coach coming off of a bye week. Now they handled Philadelphia the last time they played them. This week they play the Giants. I like Derek Carr this week. I think the Giants will give up some yards passing to him. I like Hunter Renfro. I love Darren Waller coming off a bye, finally healthy. The reason I like Darren Waller this week is because I think they've got to just find their best guy in the receiving court. Hunter Renfro is obviously a guy that moves the chains on third and five, third and four. I don't think he's a big deep threat. I don't think I like that at all with him, but I do like Brian Edwards as a deep threat. And now he is the number two wide receiver in Las Vegas after hearing what had happened this week with Henry Ruggs. By the way, people, call an Uber, call a friend, just don't drink and drive, please. That's all I'm going to say on that. But Brian Edwards, a guy that I like moving forward in this offense, he can open the top off the defenses That's what you've seen Derek Carr try to do this year. And Derek Carr's actually been sneaky good. I would start Derek Carr this week against the Philadelphia, or I'm sorry, against the New York Giants. When it comes to the Giants, nobody, none. I don't want to start any of them. There's not one person for the Giants that I'm thinking about starting. I have no interest in starting anybody for the Giants. Maybe Daniel Jones. No. mm. 
Maybe Daniel Jones. When it comes to the Raiders, though, a little bit of a note, I do like Josh Jacobs this week, which could be concerning for some of you because you probably picked up Kenyon Drake or you just finally saw Kenyon Drake do well. Josh Jacobs comes off a bye. The Bruce Sternum last time they played against the Eagles isn't a concern. He'll be a full go, and a healthy Josh Jacobs against the New York Giants team could be a decent matchup because you saw what my guy Derek Gore could do against that defense. I think Josh Jacobs will run the ball the same way against that. Our next matchup is Buffalo at Jacksonville. Start them all for Buffalo. All of them. Beasley. Allen. Even Singletary. Even Singletary. If you have to. If you have to. As for Jacksonville, it doesn't seem like James Robinson is going to play. Hurt the heel last week against uh, the Titans. It didn't look like he was going to come back the rest of that game. He was questionable, then ruled out. This week, they said it's not serious, but he didn't practice all week. They said he's going to try to see how he feels in pregame. But you know how that always goes, right? They always seem to have issues. They try to seem to think that they're going to make it, and then they sit out. This is a game in which I don't think Jacksonville will continue to move forward with James Robinson, at least this week. This is a blowout game against Jacksonville um, in Buffalo. It looks like Buffalo will continue to, uh, I don't know, hold their dominance in the AFC East. They beat an AFC South team this week in Jacksonville. But this is a happy day for Josh Allen owners. Look for Josh Allen to have a massive day. Take Buffalo and the points. But keep your eye on James Robinson. Not officially ruled out yet. Could be. Could be. But you're not playing him this week. I don't think they're going to have him play much anyway if he even does. But my guess is he's not going to play. When it comes to the next matchup, Patriots at Panthers. I'm going to say this for a little bit louder in the back. He's back. Christian McCaffrey is a start today for the Carolina Panthers. All of you that went against what I said at the beginning of the year, not to draft a running back with the first overall pick, to draft somebody like Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, a receiver with volume implications. Christian McCaffrey, injury implications ever since last year. The same thing happened this year, but he's back. It is the Patriots. That doesn't mean anything anymore, does it? I don't think so. It's not your grandpa's Patriots. It's not your dad's Patriots. That's how long they were good as a defense. They're still your grandpa's Patriots. But Christian McCaffrey returns today. I have no idea what his role will be. I assume, since they just announced that Sam Darnold will play today for the Carolina Panthers, that's got to be good for the Patriots defense. You know Bill Belichick's going to get inside that gigantic head. Sam Darnold's got a gigantic cranium. Just go look it up. It's huge. Huge head. But anyways, you know Bill Belichick's going to mess with that kid. He's had a tough year. He played in New York. Belichick got to pull him apart in New York. He's not in New York anymore, probably because of Belichick. I like the Patriots defense today. I like Christian McCaffrey to see what he can do. You obviously have to start him. I know in a lot of leagues, he's projected in full-point PPR leagues. Somewhere just right around the 20-point margin. But again, if this is a blowout, or this is a game in which Mac Jones outshines Sam Darnold, which could happen, then I look to see them check down a lot to Christian McCaffrey. I don't know where he's going to run today, how much run he's going to have, but the Patriots are only 19th when it comes against running backs in the NFL. It's also a home game for the Panthers, so that always seems to bode well for the home audience. I don't know if that does anything for Christian McCaffrey. If he's 100%, look for him to use him in the down and passing bound. Damian Harris... Very good running back in this matchup. 
Panthers used to have a decent defense, and then something happened. I think it was like week three. But week three happened, and then the Carolina Panthers clock struck midnight, and the season was over. But again, I like Mac Jones today. If you have to play him over a guy like Kyler Murray, who can't perform today because he's not going to be in the game due to an ankle injury. Coming up at 925, we'll be joined by Steven Serta. Just a reminder today, for those of you that might have missed the beginning of the show, players that are playing today, Saquon Barkley, Tyrod Taylor, George Kittle, which, for those of you that have asked, George Kittle, questionable start, not going to play 100% of the snaps, not going to play 80% of the snaps, going to play enough, but I feel like he's going to just be a red zone target. That should be enough for you to start. That's my guess when it comes to George Kittle. Elijah Mitchell, probably going to play. Debo Samuel, probably going to play. Each questionable for Sunday's game, but both expected play versus the Cardinals. But team also uncertain how long each player will be able to go when it comes to that matchup. When we come back, we will be joined by my guy, my friend, Steven Serta here on the Fantasy Football Sunday Show. Dusty Likens with you on 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. on a Fantasy Football Sunday show. Dusty Likens with you, 610 Sports Radio. Fantasy Football Sunday on 610 Sports Radio is, of course, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. Rough, rough Sunday. Obviously, you can text in any questions you have on the Jay Southland Tool Service text line, 913-576-7610. Standard League, Boston Scott or Kenyon Drake. Man, that's tough. I mean, I don't really love Boston Scott, but apparently Philadelphia does. Sorry for anybody that got the Gainwell push last week. I mean, I found out last week that Jordan Howard is legitimately still in the league. Had no idea. But I would go Boston Scott just because I think Kenyon Drake takes another back seat to Josh Jacobs, who I feel is more healthy now. 
The sternum bruise isn't really much. They had a bye week. Hey, Dusty, do you think LaVisca Chenault is still worth even starting at flex anymore? Absolutely not. Get out. That's going to be a tough day for Jacksonville. Should I keep or drop James Robinson running back for the Jets? Don't drop him. He'll be back. I just don't think he plays this week. But joining us now, my guy. It's kind of sad. You'd think that when it comes to Steven Serta that he'd be all in on a movie like Doom, but I had to introduce it to him. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just watched it last night for the first time. Loved it. A lot of comparisons to the NFL. Steven Serta, it's not really a Dune week this week. It's a Doom week uh, when it comes to players in fantasy football. Maybe you can help everybody out with what they should do if they have a guy like Kyler Murray who's uh, not going to go today for Arizona. Yeah, you certainly didn't introduce me to Dune. Um, yeah, for sure. I am one of the biggest <laughs> Dune fans alive. So Could you do an hour sure on it this morning? Before we dive into these fantasy matchups. Uh, as far as replacing Kyler Murray, I don't know. Is Joe Burrow available in your fantasy league? Because I really like Joe Burrow today. Um, I do like Tua, assuming he goes. He's dealing with a rib injury as well, so he was questionable this morning. But he's got a good matchup against the Houston Texans if Tua goes. He was terrible last week in a tough matchup against the Buffalo Bills. But the two weeks before that, when he played Jacksonville and Atlanta, he was actually a really solid fantasy start. So I think he's got that type of matchup today with the Houston Texans if he winds up going. You mentioned Joe Burrow when it came to uh, starting him at quarterback. Is that a is that a juicy matchup today with Cleveland versus uh, the Bengals? I said earlier, I think it could be like a 38 to, or I think I said 31-28, 35-28 type of matchup. Do you see that um, when it comes to the Browns versus the Bengals this week? Yeah, I think this is a big bounce back game for the Bengals. Obviously, they lost to the Mike White-led Jets last week, which was just a horrendous loss. They're one of the worst football teams in the NFL, as we saw on Thursday night against the Colts. And so you simply can't lose that game. But Cincinnati is a really good team. They're just really young, and we're seeing that. We're seeing the growing pains of what they're going through, and that's why, you know, it's hard to pick NFL games sometimes because a young, really talented team like Cincinnati could just have one of these games where they lose to the New York Jets sometimes. Um, But this is a really good matchup. The Cleveland Browns, they're they're just a disappointment. Um, There's no other way for me to put it. Now Odell's gone. Baker Mayfield's still playing with a broken shoulder, but he's playing through it. I don't think it's helping the Browns by having Baker Mayfield out there right now. Um, So, yeah, it's a good matchup for Cincinnati. I like all the pass catchers for the Bengals. I love Joe Burrow. I love T. Higgins and Jamar Chase especially today, and I think they're going to find plenty of success against the Browns. Is this a game in which you can start Donovan Peoples or – what is it? I can't even say the guy's name. Donovan Jones, Peoples. Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah, I called him DPJ earlier. Is he worth the start this week? Because there's a lot of wide receivers out, like DK and Lockett, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, McLaurin, all these guys that are on bye weeks. Is this a week where you can stream like a DPJ, or you kind of stay away from it because you think maybe Cleveland's a disaster? I mean, if you're really desperate, you can give it a shot. It's not a horrible matchup. Um I wouldn't trust him just yet. Like, I think he's a rosterable player, 
But I got to see how the Browns use him because the Browns just aren't a good passing offense, like in any way. Even when Baker Mayfield is healthy, they just want to run the football, and then the passing game is just, you know, designed quick stuff to get the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands and not let Baker kind of scan the field. That's just the way they like to run things. So I think that you could put him in, but there's people that I like more today. Like with no Devontae Parker, assuming Tua suits up for the Dolphins, I I think Jalen Waddell is a guy you can put in your lineup today in that good matchup against the Texans. I also really like Rashad Bateman today. Um, He's dealing with a groin injury, but... He was off from practice on Friday, but he's expected to go today. They said it was more just kind of rest, making sure he's healthy because he missed the start of the season with that groin injury. And Lamar's been looking his way when Rashad Bateman's been in in the Ravens' last two games, and he's been producing. Not He hasn't had like a fantasy breakout yet, but I think there's an opportunity for him to do that today. And especially in DraftKings, I'm starting Rashad Bateman all over the place. He's only like $4,000. Nice. When it comes to the Sunday night matchup, there's a little bit of fireworks there. It's been kind of a not really an up week for a lot of the Los Angeles Rams main guys. Bob Woods and Matt Stafford both kind of questionable all week, but they seem they're going to be healthy enough to go against tonight uh, against the Titans, who will be without Derrick Henry for the first time to start a game. Where's your matchup levels there? You, do you trust the Rams, obviously, against a terrible Titans defensive secondary? And then where do you go when it comes to the backfield of the Tennessee Titans? Yeah, I mean, if you got the Rams, you got to play them. Uh, Matthew Stafford's just simply been too good this season to say, like, you know, if I've got Joe Burrow and Stafford in a league, so I might consider putting Joe Burrow in there, but you can't bench Matthew Stafford. He's just been way, way too good this season. He's an MVP contender, so you're putting him in your lineup. Uh, I do actually really like Van Jefferson this week, too, is another kind of deep guy who is probably available in a lot of waiver wires. Um, He's got a juicy matchup against that good Titans secondary. And for some reason, the Titans secondary has especially struggled against like third option wide receivers. And Van Jefferson's target share has gone up since they got rid of Deshaun Jackson. He is their clear cut starting number three wide receiver outside of Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. And he's had some blow-up performances. I think this is another one where he could wind up doing that, too. So I like all the Rams players. you got to put them in your lineup. You can't – even if they didn't practice all week, you're still putting those guys out there because it's just too good of a matchup. And as far as the Titans' backfield goes, I think that Adrian Peterson is going to be a plug-and-play guy. Like They elevated him this week. He's – a perfectly suited running back for the way that they want to run the football. I get that he's old and he's not Derrick Henry, but there's a very realistic chance he gets like 20 plus touches. And I heard that person on the text line ask if they should drop James Robinson. And I don't know (laughs) how many running backs that person could have right now that they would even consider dropping James Robinson because the running back landscape is an absolute nightmare. It's a total wasteland. So you just need bodies that are going to get guaranteed touches. That's why we're playing a player like Boston Scott today, because he's going to get guaranteed touches. And that's what Adrian Peterson is. I do think that if you got Jeremy McNichols, you could probably put him in too, because this is going to be a game where the Titans have to put up points, and they're going to have to throw a little bit. 
And we know Adrian Peterson's just not a pass-catching back. He hasn't been his entire career. So Jeremy McNichols is going to have opportunity there, I think. So especially in PPR formats, I think you can put him into your lineup. Is it worth still starting – or I'm not starting. Is it worth still rostering a guy like Allen Robinson? Now, I get it. It's kind of frustrating. We figured that Fields and he would – connect early I know that you had him rostered maybe you still maybe you don't but Allen Robinson a guy that was very popular preseason if Justin Fields could get the start it looked like Justin Fields it kind of came into his own last week do you keep Allen Robinson on a roster is it time to break up with AR well in like standard 12 team leagues you can drop him Mm. um you know but if you're in deeper leagues I, I think you can hang on to him because I still have faith that he's too talented of a player like I don't think that Allen Robinson is like washed up or something at this point I just think that the Bears refuse to throw and they want to run the football they don't want to throw the football downfield they don't want to give Justin Fields opportunities to do that and we saw last week without Matt Nagy on the sideline that offense finally opened up a little bit. And they said, no, run, Justin, create outside the pocket. And that's what Justin Fields is best at. So, I he, you know, Matt Nagy said he was at home taking notes on the game or whatever. Those notes better lead to let Justin Fields get outside the pocket. Because he wants to create him in this, like, drop-back passer kind of mentality, which I don't understand. We saw what he did here with Alex Smith and letting Alex Smith utilize his legs That's what Justin Fields can do, but at an even better level, and Justin Fields has an arm, and he's an accurate passer down the football field. It just hasn't translated to success. I actually don't hate the matchup this week for Allen Robinson, and, you know, with all the wide receiver injuries that we're dealing with, like DeAndre Hopkins probably going to be out today. I think you could take a chance on Allen Robinson, and it's more just wishful thinking at this point for me, probably, just hoping that he does something, anything for our fantasy lineups. But yeah, in most standard 12-team leagues, you should have dropped him already. Who's a uh, sneaky play this week? Like, who's your biggest, uh, I guess we'll give you two big sleepers this week. Um, there, there's a couple. I You mentioned Boston Scott. I, I do like Boston Scott here. It's another good matchup for the Eagles' uh, rushing game. And hopefully Nick Sirianni learned last week, oh, this team can be good at running the football. This is how we can win because we're terrible at passing it and have been all year. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, through the first six weeks of the season, we kept trying to pass as if we could, as if we could figure it out. And we just never did. Then Miles Sanders gets hurt, of course, right before the Eagles start running the football. But Boston Scott was the clear lead back last week. He scored two touchdowns. Jordan Howard is going to be in the mix. But the Chargers are one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. That's how you beat the Chargers, is on the ground. So I think both those guys are going to be heavily involved again today. You certainly can't play Kenneth Gainwell after the way they used him last week. Um, you know, if this is a big bounce-back game for the Chargers as a team, they've looked bad in two consecutive games. So maybe they finally put up some points. But the Eagles secondary has actually been okay this season. So uh, it could be another struggle for that Chargers offense. So as long as they don't get up big early, these Eagles are going to run the football, I believe. And I think Boston Scott is going to be in for another big day. Uh, I already mentioned Jalen Waddle and Rashad Bateman. I love, love Hollywood Brown. 
today as well. He has been quietly a top 10 wide receiver in fantasy, and he has been super consistent. He's also really cheap on DraftKings, too, if you're going to go set a lineup. At only $6,000, doesn't really make any sense for the way that he's performed this season. He should be a little bit closer to that 7K territory with some more upper echelon wide receivers. But the price hasn't increased despite his production this season. So you got to go get him while he's still of value. From the text line, and then we get you out of here, it says Emmanuel Sanders or Dearness Johnson for a flex. And then also, should you start A.J. Brown today with his questionable status? Uh, yeah, they said that A.J. Brown is going to be good to go. They're not really concerned about it. He's been kind of dealing with that knee thing off and on all year, and he's been playing through it. So I wouldn't be worried about it. Again, I have that situation going in one league. I picked up Allen Robinson and have him as a uh, as an emergency replacement for A.J. Brown in case something bad happens because that is the night game and Allen Robinson plays on Monday. But that's the only way I'm taking A.J. Brown out of my lineup is if he gets ruled out last minute. But it sounds like he's going to be good to go, so I, I don't think you should be worried about him. Um, and then, who was it? Emmanuel Sanders or Dearness Johnson? Yeah. I go Dearness Johnson. My there. guy. My guy. Sir, Steven Surtey, you've been pretty popular this month on what you do in other places. Tell them where they can find you this week and every week the rest of the year. Uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter at Steven Serta, and then please follow everything that we're doing at Arrowhead Pride. Uh, you can catch me and Rocky Magana on our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube page immediately following the Chiefs game tonight. We got you covered on our postgame show. That's Steven Serta. Steven Serta, enjoy your Sunday. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Dusty. That's Steven Serta. He joins us every week that we are on at 9 o'clock in the morning for fantasy football advice. I hope he answers some of your questions um, when it comes to the fantasy world. And of course, this is a fantasy football Sunday show on 610 Sports Radio brought to you our Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. we got a few matchups coming up next. They all start at 3 o'clock, plus a Sunday night matchup that we kind of had a little bit of conversation about. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And a Monday night matchup that makes me want to fall asleep. Back in on 610 Sports Radio Fantasy Football Show here, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, eat, drink, scenic views. What a rough week it is for a lot of you out there. But, like we've said before, what we're here to do, we're here to get you by. Here to help you out. I don't know why I just turned into Matthew McConaughey. But as I like to do, answer some questions on the Jays Southland Tow Service text line. 913-576-7610. We've only got a couple matchups. They all start at 3 o'clock in the afternoon is how we kind of end this show. Um, but one for Steven Serta, uh, C-E-R-T-A, your alter ego, Steve. 
Um, do I play James Robinson or Adrian Peterson? Well, I don't think you should play James Robinson because I don't think he's going to play today. I think this is a game in which Urban Meyer is going to say, you know what? Mm. I don't think we're going to win this game. I don't want to waste my, uh, my sole offensive weapon on this game against Buffalo. I think they just let Josh Allen and the Bills eat, and I, uh, I don't think that they let uh, James Robinson play. He's got a heel injury. It's not significant. Seems like two weeks off should be helpful for him, and then he can get back in there. Um, Salvana Med, uh, is he a good option today? Could be. I think Miles Gaskin will get most of the work, though. Um, I think that uh, I don't. No, I don't. I don't think I'm going that way. Um, what do you do with AJ Brown's questionable status? I have Cole Beasley and Keenan Allen available. Also, trying to decide between Devontae Booker or Elijah Mitchell. I think you should start Elijah Mitchell. This seems like a game in which it could be a disastrous game for Arizona. No DeAndre Hopkins, no Kyler Murray, at least up to this point. It is only 945, uh, so there's a little bit of time leading up to game time, but eventually you have to just announce your actives and inactives, and uh, that time is approaching. Um, but I do like Elijah Mitchell this week, and I think with A.J. Brown, you got to go. you got to let him eat. He's, uh, he's been great. Uh, ever since Julio Jones has been out, which is kind of like what we all projected, that uh, this year they would steal targets away from him, and when there's no other competition on the field, A.J. Brown is an absolute man against young kids. Uh, I just still cannot imagine he and D.K. Metcalf on the same college team. Shout out Nick Price. Happy birthday, Lance. Uh, always there. Always good to see that. But again, we get you into your 3 o'clock matchups uh, here on 610 Sports Radio. When it comes to your 3 o'clock matchups, Chargers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I know there's a lot of you out there that have been like, Dusty, you were super high on Justin Herbert this year. Yeah, he's been good. He's just had a few tough hiccups in the last few weeks. Justin Herbert gets a tough matchup, though, against the Philadelphia Eagles, who are sneaky good when it comes to their secondary uh, against opposing quarterbacks. In fact, they're ranked seventh in full-point PPR leagues when it comes to opposing quarterbacks. But I think this is a game in which Justin Herbert starts to get a little bit better as the season goes on. He's kind of one of those guys that's like MJF and AEW. He's better than you, and you know it. Now, the fact when it comes to this is that this is a big, big, big Austin Eckler week. Philadelphia is atrocious against opposing running backs. Philadelphia has a solid secondary, and I think they're going to try to keep the air to the ball and try to shut down Austin Eckler as much as they possibly can. What we've seen in the past when that happens is sometimes teams overcompensate for a running back, and that gives up the passing game. It's tough. But I do like Austin Eckler this week. So if you have Austin Eckler, obviously you start him every week, but just know that you should be able to do the whole feet on the ottoman, hand behind the heads, relax. Austin Eckler should get you at least one touchdown this week and well over 60 yards rushing. Actually, he should get you over 100 yards from uh, 100 total yards line from scrimmage uh, when it comes to this game against the Philadelphia Eagles. Once they get Austin Eckler going, I think that's when Justin Herbert starts going. I think this is a big game for the Chargers. I think Philadelphia is one of those teams that's just kind of average. Although, one thing that does bode well for the Philadelphia Eagles is the fact that Jalen Hurts can destroy this Chargers defense. This Chargers defense is bad. 
In fact, it's real bad. Like, a lot of people are mad about how bad the Chiefs defense is. This one's worse. I'm serious. Like, you thought Mahomes had a tough situation, have to put up points for his offense. Justin Herbert's kind of in the same boat. He's got to give up. He's got to score a lot of points for his offense because his defense gives up a lot of points. So, I do like Devonta Smith, but I honestly have no idea what you should do at running back when it comes to running backs for the Philadelphia Eagles. I give you my best shot. That's what I'm paid to do this morning from 9 to 10. And like Steven Serta, I think you got to go Boston Scott. I think we saw last week that Gainwell had the perfect opportunity to be that guy, to be the bell cow, to put the team on his shoulders. And they didn't do it. In fact, they gave the guy even more time that no one thought they knew was in the league, Jordan Howard. I literally, like I said earlier, found out this last week that Jordan Howard still plays football in the NFL because he had a touchdown for the Philadelphia Eagles last week. So Gainwell, not my guy. Boston Scott, if you have to do it, I guess. But this is a game that just screams Devonta Smith and Jalen Hurts. When we move on to other 3 o'clock games, it comes to the one that you all are highly anticipating. Chiefs versus Packers. Let me start by saying this. When it comes to Travis Kelsey, because this is where all my questions come. Dustin, is Travis Kelsey still the tight end that a lot of people think? Is this the tight end that I drafted in the first round? Is this the tight end that I should be non-concerned about? Should be eight targets or eight catches a week, 70 plus yards and a touchdown. Last week that didn't happen. I say pump the brakes a little bit when it comes to is Travis Kelsey starting to diminish when it comes to the production that he's given us the last five years as football watchers. Travis Kelsey's 32. Now that's younger than I am. But when it comes to turning 32 in the NFL, Time is undefeated. Time stops for no man. And Travis Kelsey is a 32-year-old tight end in the NFL, and that means, well, the end is coming. The end is not here. But the numbers are not always going to be the same as they were when he was 31, 30, 29. Obviously. What they are doing to to Travis Kelsey is just absolutely obliterating him on the offensive line. They are pushing him hard against uh, against the bracket, so they're making him be double covered. They're making sure that Mahomes has to check it down. But this is why I love full-point PPR leagues. I think we finally saw last week in a game that I that I kind of compared to as a week three preseason game for the Chiefs. They weren't necessarily trying to blow the Giants out. They just wanted to get on to the next week, which they thought was going to be Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. It's not. It's Jordan Love and the Packers. But if they're going to continue to let this secondary against the Chiefs push back, take away the deep ball, the Chiefs are going to continuously give Tyreek Hill five-yard check-down passes and then let his speed create the magic. If you're a Tyreek Hill fantasy football owner, then you should love this if you're in a full-point PPR. That means we're going to continuously see the type of numbers we see with Tyreek Hill. Eight, nine catches a game for like 75 to 80 yards, maybe a possible touchdown. But again, if he's getting eight, nine catches for 70 yards, that right there alone is close to 20 points. And if you can find Pater, then all of a sudden Travis or Tyreek Hill has a new fun role when it comes to fantasy wide receivers. High, high volume in catching, just not maybe that, which he's had a couple of double-digit catches this year, but maybe not that 735-yard touchdown type of game, more so the 10, 11, 12 catches, honestly, for like 70 to 80 yards and maybe a touchdown. But if he has 10 catches, 
for 72 yards. Hello, you're looking at a very, very nice week for one Tyreek Hill. As for Travis Kelsey, this seems like a game in which he might turn it around. It can only go up from last week. But again, Travis Kelsey only has about one touchdown in the last seven weeks. So Travis Kelsey looks to get back involved. And here's my deep sleeper for the Kansas City Chiefs, Derek Gore. Now again, I come across as the president of the Derek Gore fan club. It's in my Twitter bio. Look it up if you want to. But I think Derek Gore could be a sneaky play. I think they liked the way he played last week. He didn't get a lot of action. He kind of eased his way into the game. But let's be honest, that ball was moved better on the ground when number 40 had it in his arms. I still like Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams seemed like the guy that they were going to go to when it came to a passing running back, and it seemed like the main guy when it came to a starting running back. But like we know in this league, they're going to feed the hot hand. And Derek Gore last week on that play or on that one drive where he ran the ball five times, moved the chains as a running back, and that is something the Chiefs need to do. As we go on to the Packers side of the ball, Aaron Jones is a slam dunk. I think you have to obviously have him going in every single league. I think you pay for him in daily. I think if you want a guy to be the big guy on your roster this week, you go towards Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is, well, everything and everything that you must have on a fantasy football team. Catches the ball, runs the ball, scores the ball. Devontae Adams is back after being on the COVID list last week. Alan Lazard is back, and MVS is also available. Jordan Love. It's going to have to be backed by a lot of his options without Aaron Rodgers in this offense. I don't know how well it moves, but again, the NFL is full of parity. And last week, four backup quarterbacks were able to carry their teams to victory. I like the Chiefs in this matchup. It's an interesting 325 start for a AFC home game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Not really known to do this. It'll be dark by halftime, but I think it'll be light on the side of the Kansas City scoreboard where I think the Chiefs can possibly pull this one out and continue to prove people wrong. I like Hill, Kelsey, Daryl Williams. I sneakily like Derek Core. Obviously, I like Devontae Adams. I love Aaron Jones. And if you're in a tough, tough situation at quarterback where one of your guys like Brady's on a bye or Kyler Murray's hurt or you just don't know what you're going to do this week because you had Russell Wilson, your backup's on a bye, maybe this is a week where you can kind of start Jordan Love. The options are there and the implications could show that he might have a chance to put up some points. When it comes to the next matchup, it's the Sunday night football game. Titans at Rams. This has been a tough one for us to kind of keep an eye on this week for people that like to follow fantasy football from Tuesday to Sunday night. Matt Stafford is doing exactly what we projected. When I say we, I mean me, your boy, Dusty Likens. You can follow me again on Twitter, at Dusty Likens. But Matthew Stafford has done exactly what we said he was going to do every single game this year. Be an MVP candidate. Light the scoreboard up. We knew in the offseason he was eating breakfast with Cooper Cup, and now Cooper Cup's eating up everybody's secondary and should be also an MVP candidate. Cooper Cup seems every week that he's good for 10 catches, 100 yards, and two touchdowns. Robert Woods, who was questionable all week for the Los Angeles Rams, seems like he's going to be a game-time decision, but also is going to play this week. I like Robert Woods. I like Cooper Cup. I like Henderson. Obviously, I like Matthew Stafford. Here's the other thing. Van Jefferson, very, very easily sneaky play. He's available, and if Rob, Robert Woods gets hurt early in this game or gets, you know, kind of tweaks that injury early, they take him out. Van Jefferson fills in, and all of a sudden, you have that Robert Woods replacement, and you know Matthew Stafford is going to let it hang against that Titans secondary, which is not good against opposing wide receivers. 
as it comes for the for the Tennessee Titans. For those of you that had Derrick Henry, who's out for six to eight weeks, they potentially want him back, but it does nothing for you in the fantasy world. Playoffs are over for fantasy football. You're trying to make the playoffs to the grunt of the season right now. I like McNichols. I think he's the guy that moves this offense. I think this is a tough game for Tennessee. Sunday night football against a Rams defense that has Jalen Ramsey, now Von Miller, and also Aaron Donald. I don't think running up the middle is going to be an option. I'm not sure how much of shape Adrian Peterson is. Again, Adrian Peterson is a freak of nature. And A.J. Brown doesn't seem to be as healthy as we might think. But knowing that, it seems like this might be a week in which they're going to have to throw the check down. They're going to be from behind. So when it comes to this week's matchup, I like McNichols. Seems to be the move. Viable option here. Pass catching. Can get some yards running. A lot of garbage time opportunity. If, in fact, this game goes the way that I think it will, I think the Rams win. I don't really think it's close. It looks like it could be like a 31 to 20 type of game for the Rams. Or maybe the Rams are up big. And, of course, let the Titans come in for a backdoor cover. Monday Night Football, it's Bears, Steelers. I don't like anybody. Start Khalil Herbert. Start Chase Claypool. And have a good luck week this week when it comes to the fantasy football aspect of this world. I'm Dusty Likens. It's been fun. We'll talk to you later. Nick Schwartz coming up for a big Sunday. Good luck with everything this week in fantasy football. I'll talk to you later. Cheers, Kansas City. You're listening to Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.